It's Tuesdays with Aaron. Here's Jason Wilby with Packers quarterback Aaron Rodgers on ESPN Wisconsin. It is Tuesdays with Aaron. The Aaron Rodgers Show with Packers quarterback Aaron Rodgers. How you doing? I'm just gonna let the I'm letting the song kind of finish up there. Fish potting it back up yes, for you. Nice. Who is that? We just need that uh, that video in here. Maybe next year. Yeah. Let's work on that. Uh, how you doing? Good. Good. You uh, nice little Tuesday. Typical Tuesday. A lot of stuff to do. I don't yep. know if there's going to be enough time. Okay. Well, we'll. Uh, I'll talk fast. How you feeling? Fine. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Good. Next question. Uh, I feel like Drew Rosenhaus. All right. So McCarthy told us that you were going to work out this morning for the trainers and the medical staff. How did that go? What did you do? He said that you, they were going to have you do some things you hadn't done last week. And how do you feel now? That's what was said. That was what was said. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, I just, uh, I'm not sure how to answer that. Were you doing jazzercise? What were you doing? Yeah, a lot of jazzercise, some uh, What's cold yoga. Cold, cold yoga, yoga. Yeah. yeah, outdoors. Yeah, it's kind of a new fad that's hitting the Midwest. Uh, it's supposed to uh, uh, to do the same uh, same kind of thing that hot yoga does, so uh, look out. It's a lot of cold yoga and uh, underwater Pilates, so that was good. Yeah, good workout. Okay, so what did you really do, and how do you feel? I didn't do anything. I don't. I, I really didn't do anything. Really? I worked out in the weight room. Okay. So for the uh, weight coaches. So they all do they all stand like with their arms crossed with uh, clipboards and taking copious notes on how you look? Or yeah, what? yeah, I did it uh, shirt off, just in my grays. It was interesting. You're you're in quite the mood today, aren't yeah, you? I am. I am. Um, only one cup of coffee, actually. Too. Okay, well, it's brewing over there. That's so. going to be number two. I was delayed. Um, so, all right, I don't, I don't know where this is going to go today with you. You, but all over the place. Yeah, Who I knows? Would, I would anticipate. Wait I'm a wild you get to the card question. So, so you did not have a scan yesterday. True or false? True. You did not have a scan today. True. true. Or false? Okay. You so, don't have to say true or false every time. I'll okay. Just, yeah. <laughs> if they're true or false. Um. So do you have to have a scan to be cleared to play? Is that required for you to play? I'm not sure. Um, okay, let me ask you the... That wasn't really a true-false. No, it wasn't. Yeah. Well, I, that's why I didn't say true or false. Um, can you be cleared without one? Like, are there things that they can do where they don't have to do an MRI or a CT scan or an X-ray to know that you're ready? I don't know. Is this not? I mean, I. I'm not. This is tough questions. Very tough questions. Okay. I, I, you're you're in the hypothetical world right now. I want to get you back to the real world. I just here. want. I. You know what? I want to know what everybody else wants to know, and that is when is Aaron Rodgers going to play again? And Aaron Rodgers well, doesn't know. Let me just recap last week. Okay. Um, because I, I don't think uh, that it was maybe recapped in, in what actually happened. Went out there Wednesday and had pain. Uh, you know, we talked in the show about uh, range of mo- range of motion and flexibility, and uh, you know, and, and the risk evaluation. Well, uh, the other thing that comes into play once you're back doing football movements is the pain. Are you experiencing pain doing, you know, some normal football stuff, whether it's handing off or taking a snap or making uh, quick movements or going through drill work? And um, and the answer for me last week was yes. 
So that, that was kind of my answer on whether I was ready to play or not. He shouldn't be having uh, pain doing some of the simple movements. Um, Thursday, uh, I had the pads on, but I really didn't do anything. And then Friday, I didn't do anything either. So it wasn't a progression last week. I didn't get better as the week went on. Uh, I tried to do a lot of stuff Wednesday. Didn't feel very good. And uh, from there, I decreased in the in the stuff I did. So it wasn't I wasn't getting closer to playing last week. It was, in my mind, actually resting more uh, to uh, to not try and stress it more than I had on 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 Wednesday. And and hopeful that this week I would respond better when I when I stress it on uh, on Wednesday. So, what is the plan then going forward for this week? And how does last week's results make you feel about your chances of playing against the Cowboys on Sunday? Well, they tried to get me last week in my locker with two different questions about percentages and chances. I heard uh, those. Yeah, they, those are great attempts. I give them a lot of credit for that. But uh, you know, I'm gonna I'm gonna practice tomorrow and uh, and try and do some of the things I did last week without pain. Uh, see how my body responds to it on Thursday, and uh, and go from there. But. Uh, yeah, you know, again, uh, there's a lot of uh, variables in this. Uh, the, the scan being one of them, and the scan last week did not uh, show healing, so uh, like we wanted it to. And that paired with uh, the pain I experienced at practice obviously kept me out of the game. Um, we would need a different, uh, you know, different results and different uh, responses uh, to be able to get on the field this week. I hate to get all touchy feely on you, but so you go into Tuesday's scan hopeful and you don't get the news you're looking for then you go out to practice on wednesday thinking that pain was behind you and not it's necessarily not. no no i mean the, the pain of standing and throwing there was no pain doing that okay but so it's what, different what when you're moving it was different when you're moving around you're doing uh quick movements whether it's a, a drill where you got to play fast you're simulating a game speed or whether it's uh taking a snap and giving a handoff with your with your left arm uh, you know which is attached to that injury um yeah, those are kind of some of the things that uh, they gave me some discomfort. So uh, that was kind of my clue that, uh, you know, I'm, I'm obviously not ready. That, uh, you know, the scan, the way that scan looked, uh, and then, um, you know, the discomfort I had made me, uh, you know, made me know I wasn't ready. So what's that like for you? Because frustrating. It's really frustrating. You know, I mean, because uh, it's a waiting game. Um, I'm obviously trying to push it to past, uh, push it, bef- you know, come back before, uh, you know, before science tells you is, is even possible. I don't think you're seeing anybody out there coming back at uh, four or five weeks from uh, this type of injury to uh, uh, to do some of the things I'd like to do back on the field. But uh, you know, it's tough to not be out there with the guys. I mean, obviously, easier this week to see us uh, win a game and uh, and you know have a great. Uh, Great play by our defense in the second half and our offense, Matt, to uh, uh, to get us enough points to win that game um, in uh, in some tough conditions. But uh, it's still tough to not be out there. A couple of other things, and then we'll talk about how Matt played. Go inside the headset, look ahead to the Cowboys, and then get to the Ask Aaron questions. Um, Mike said yesterday that it's ultimately Dr. McKenzie's call. Now, a couple of weeks ago here, you talked about how you felt like Mike and Doc were there to protect you from yourself and be the voice of reason, respectively. Do you feel like you can still lobby them to let you go? Do you still feel like you can get them to let you play when you say you can play, or are you starting to think that they're going to be the ones who tell you, yes, you can go, and that you don't have as much power as maybe you thought? 
I'm not really going to get into that right now. Okay. Um, as a follow-up to that, um, as I sit here from the outside looking in, this is starting to feel like Charles Woodson last year, that every week Charles Woodson thought he was going to be ready, and every week he went and met with Dr. McKenzie, and every week he was disappointed, and every week he didn't get to play. Um, I know he played a different position. I know the injuries aren't exactly the same. How You were a really good friend of his. You still are. How close were you to that as he was going through it? How much did you guys talk about it? And are you starting to feel like maybe he felt? Mm, well, he was uh, a few more weeks uh, than, than I'm at right now. But, uh, yeah, Charles and I are very close, and I, I saw the frustration on his face every week when he wanted to be out there. Um, he obviously does a lot more uh, tackling and hitting than uh, than I'd be doing, but uh, yeah, it was it was frustrating. I know for him to not be out there with the guys, but we had uh, you know playoffs to look forward to with him coming back, and uh, we were at a different uh, different place going into week. Uh, what are we in? Fifteen coming mm-hmm. up? Yeah, than we were uh, last year. Um. So if you don't get clear for this game, um. I'm not saying that they will shut you down. I'm not saying that you would want to be shut down. But are you starting to think more and more that that's a possibility? Again, I don't want to think that far in advance. Uh, you're continuing to live in this hypothetical world. I'm going to live in the day-to-day and okay. um, focus on this week and hopeful that I'm going to respond the right way, that the uh, the scan is going, to, is going to look better if we're able to do one and uh, that I can get back out there with the guys. Uh, You talked last week about how you were ready to play against Atlanta in 2008 with very few snaps. So if you get what you want from this week, I know that's a little bit of a hypothetical, but if you get the response you want this week, how do you get prepared for the Cowboys when Matt's going to at least take the starters' snaps on Wednesday, and then I don't know how Thursday and Friday would play out after that? Well, it's... You know, starts with your preparation Monday and Tuesday, watching, watching the film. Obviously, ch- checked out the game last night um, against the Bears. Uh, you go into the week, uh, you know, hoping to play, expecting to play, and uh, you know, you just go through your preparation. I don't feel like I need a ton of reps, but uh, obviously, to get some more reps in a team setting would help uh, my footwork. But uh, go through the individual work and. Yeah, you know, I know this offense pretty well, so I'm not worried about the terminology or no huddle stuff. Uh, we ran a lot of that when I was playing, and uh, you know, it's just a matter of getting a few reps, feeling comfortable, and then uh, you know, kind of uh, reacting uh, if I'm able to get out there. So let's talk about how Matt played uh, on Sunday. He made this reference after the game. He's talked about this before uh, that he sees you as kind of his big brother, even though I think you're what two years older than him. Um, not much. Not by much, yeah. Um, what did you think of what you saw from him? How encouraged were you? And, and I guess how happy were you for him, knowing you know, that obviously things had not gone very well for him on Thanksgiving and, and that he bounced back the way he did and, and the team got a victory? Yeah, real happy for Matt. I think he played well. You know, He had the one uh, super unlucky break there, uh, off the hands, off the foot, uh, return. Uh, for a touchdown, but other than that, I think he threw the ball really well, especially outside the numbers. Uh, tough conditions with the uh, the temperature and what that does to the football, what that does to your hands, and obviously the footing. 
but I thought he uh, you know, made some plays with his legs, was able to get some uh, some yards rushing. Uh, a couple times probably could have slid. Uh, we laughed about that on the sidelines. But uh, Is that a good idea when you're on the sideline like that, that he's doing that sort of thing? Matt's a gamer. You know, he... he <laughs> He likes to stick his nose in there, uh, but uh, I thought he, you know, he did a nice job uh, moving us up and down the field. Uh, we got to do a little bit better job in the red zone of cashing, in, uh, you know, getting uh, getting touchdowns out of those possessions. But uh, you know, Mason did a great job uh, with his kicks. Uh, that that goes a long way when he's uh, drilling uh, his three kicks in uh, this kind of weather. It's really impressive. Tim did a good job punting the ball. I thought we covered well on special teams, and uh, you know, Matt made the. Uh, uh, some some big time throws uh, when we needed it, and uh, that was a big win for us. What did you uh, before we go inside the headset? What was your perspective on the interception? Can you kind of take us onto the field and and what the rea- you know did guys think that the play was over? Were they surprised at how it played out? What what was your perspective from the sideline and what was the sideline reaction? It's just disbelief when that happens because. Uh, you see the ball bounce around. You're expecting to hear whistles. You don't hear them. He starts running, and then you're trying to look and see if anybody's realized that uh, the play hasn't been hasn't been ruled dead. And um, at that point, you're hoping that uh, TJ can make a tackle there, uh, or uh, look like Jarrett was running down as well. Yep. Um, but uh, big momentum swing there. It was 14-10. Uh, we were getting the ball coming out of halftime, trying to go for the uh, double up. And, uh, you know, going halftime down 21-10, the defense shuts them out in the second half, and uh, we get uh, a touchdown and two field goals and uh, pull that thing out. You guys were 0-4-1 up until that point since you'd been injured. What did you learn about your team seeing the way you guys rallied from down 21-10 to to win that game, uh, especially after I thought, you know, if your guys were quitters, I thought that was the perfect opportunity after that weird play. Well, I think the defense played good all day. You know, they had one one long possession that scored a touchdown. Other than that, you know, Matt got hit in the back, um, and they had a short field. I think uh, you know, fifteen, eighteen, whatever many yards it was on that short touchdown drive, and then the the weird pick six. Uh, so other than that, the defense did a really good job of uh, making plays. Jared Bush, you know, came up with some uh, big plays, the fourth down uh, break up, and then the interception to to seal it. Um, I thought the pass rush was good. Johnny Jolly, I think, played one of his better games. Uh, we uh, we covered covered well and um, you know played the played really well on defense. And then offensively, you know, we we ran it pretty well. And Matt had a very efficient game. So um, when uh, when we responded the way we did in the second half, I think uh, said a lot to uh, our fans, especially the ones that booed us uh, going into halftime. And uh, and our players, uh, that uh, there's a lot of character on this team, and and uh, our, our will isn't broken. One more thing before we do the inside the headset. Uh, what did you think of the booing? Is there some value in that when fans do that? Does it have an impact on players? Does it disappoint you as players? What kind of goes through your mind when fans uh, react that way? I think it's per- it's perfectly okay for fans to do that. I think uh, you know that's. That's voicing their displeasure, and you know we were upset too, down twenty one, twenty one ten. So I have, I don't have a problem with it, but uh, you know I hope those fans who are booing were cheering really loud when uh, it was twenty two twenty one, and and we needed uh, needed a stop there in the end, and I expect they were. Let's uh, let's go inside the headset. Look at a couple of plays from the game. 
Um, the first one's not really a play. It's more uh, an entire nine-minute swath of time. That opening 90-yard drive, um, after what Matt had gone through in, in Detroit and not really gotten into a rhythm, um, what did you see from him during that drive? What did you see from maybe the play calls? It looked like they ran a lot of out quick outs that he threw, and, and it looked like he really got into a rhythm, which I know you talk about how important that is for you. I assume it's important for him, too. Yeah, it's really important, and I think that's what we were able to do. You know, we gave him some uh, uh, some rhythm throws early and got him got him going. Uh, had some, uh, you know, he completed 75% of his passes, and, and there were a couple drops, uh, so he was he was very efficient, but uh, you know, I think the early on especially, you know, we had some sacks, but uh, uh, he did have a lot of time on some of those plays, so he was uh, he was able to be comfortable in the pocket. And then he, uh, you know, had some had some gimme throws early. And then we ran the ball pretty effectively, uh, you know, four and five yard chunks for uh, a good portion of the game, and and that just kept the drive going. That was an important start to the game. Uh, the other play I wanted to ask you about obviously comes in the uh, in the game winning touchdown to Andrew Corliss, uh, a back shoulder throw that dare I say looked. Rogers esque. What did you see on that play from the sideline? Rogers esque. Uh, that was a nice throw. Uh, that reminded me of his throw to Jermichael against Detroit in, in uh, eleven uh, for the game winner. Um, had uh, had man coverage. Had Andrew outside, and to his credit, uh, you know Corliss had probably his best game uh, as a Packer. Uh, he was into it. He made plays. He caught the ball well. Made plays after the catch. Uh, I was very happy for uh, for Q. You know, he uh, got an opportunity and made uh, made a lot of plays. So it's great to see him. Uh, you know, I was watching him actually on the on the snap. Uh, and we had a two by two set with press uh, press coverage, uh, but forty one was out on him, and uh, so I really wasn't watching Matt. I was watching how Andrew got off over there, and he was able to give a nice uh, stick move at the line and have some separation, and then Matt put it in a very nice spot above the above the shoulder. Um, in a good location, and uh, and Drew made a nice catch and held on to it. Let's look ahead to the Cowboys, and then we'll get to our Ask Aaron questions. You said you watched some of the game last night. Um, obviously, the Bears had a lot of success offensively. Their first eight possessions, not including the kneel down at the end, they scored on all eight of them. What do you see from, obviously, a defense that's having some tough times right now? Well, it's a tough environment. It was uh, very cold. reminded me of the game there back in uh, – 2008 uh, borderline miserable conditions um, but it's it's you know it's tough for uh, uh, you know that offense which is so explosive to, to get going when uh, the team's scoring on every possession obviously Josh played really well for Chicago and Alshon Jeffrey and Brandon Marshall made some big catches Matt Forte is uh, you know premier back he had uh, you know a lot of plays so uh, I think you know they obviously like most teams play better at home, so we should expect uh, them being a game out of the uh, out of the NFC East with uh, Philly still to come in the last week of the season. Obviously, the urgency in this game is uh, is uh, at an all time high, and they have a very talented offense and defense. Monty Kiffin is the is the coordinator. Have uh, played against him for uh, a lot of years. Have a lot of respect for him and the job he's done in the league. Uh, they have a lot of great players on that side of the ball. I'm not sure what some of their status is going to be. Is Demarcus seemed like he was out of the game for a little bit, and uh, and Lee got hurt. Claiborne was uh, inactive, but uh, it's a talented team. They run some Tampa too. They do some one high stuff as well. But 
you know, it's predicated on rushing the passer. All Tampa two teams are. If you can get pressure from your front four, you can play downhill, and I'm sure that's what they're going to try and do. Before we get to the Ask Aaron questions, I'm not asking this about Dallas specifically, um, and I understand your biggest disappointment is not playing and losing games and, and, and that. Um, but at least for me, as I'm watching some of these teams and some of these games, is there any thought that goes through your mind of, you know, with Eddie in the backfield forcing defenses to respect the run, seeing the defenses that I'd be seeing, man, this could be going pretty well. Do you do you let any of that creep in, or is that a uh, yes? Pull? <laughs> you do, yeah, of course. How's that feel? Does that make it worse to you know? Can imagine, you, you can imagine. I can't imagine. I can't. I can't imagine how hard this is. I've never. I mean, I understand you're well compensated. There's great things about being a pro football player, but I can't imagine. Someone telling me that, and I like the storytelling aspect of my job, I can't imagine somebody telling me, you can't do that anymore. For the next six weeks, you can't do that, or however long this ends up being. So, no, I I can't imagine what this is like for you. Tell me what it's like for you. I'm going to leave that up to the imagination. Yeah. It's easier that way. Okay. We, are, uh, we have reached the time for our Ask Aaron questions, and for the first time in show history, we have an in-person question. Which has never happened. Uh, joining us, one of the doctors. This might set a precedent here, getting these celebrities and up I, in and there. I, exactly. i got to hand off headphones and everything. You're Go joining ahead. Sorry, us. I didn't mean to. No, that's okay. Uh, from uh, one of the doctors from the Mac Fund and from uh, Children's Hospital of Wisconsin. He is the uh, program director at the Mac Fund Center at Children's Hospital of Wisconsin. It's Dr. Dave Margolis, who we will uh, switch over here, and he will ask his Ask Aaron question, then we'll get to a few others. Thank you. We're having some technical difficulties. Thanks, Jason. Thank you, Aaron. Ah, good to see you. Great to see you. We met almost five years ago at the first evening with Aaron Rogers for the Mac Fund. What drives your passion now for your ongoing support of the Mac Fund? Now, these are the kind of questions. These are the good asking yeah, questions have... right here. Uh, you know what? I mean, the Mac Fund has really meant a lot to me over the last uh, five years. I, I think I've uh, I've grown so much uh, in love and appreciation for what you do. Obviously, what John Kerry does, getting to meet these incredible kids. Um, I think it's 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 uh, opportunities that we've had with the It's Aaron campaign to get to know some of these amazing success stories. But uh, they, they really give me that motivation. But also, uh, it's the it's the kids that uh, that don't make it. I think that uh, they really spur you on uh, in doing what we're doing. And um, you know, I was reminded of uh, you know 36 years ago, uh, John McLaughlin uh, starting this thing, uh, the Mac Fund, and uh, I give him a lot of credit and have the most amount of respect for him and, and the job that he's done uh, in having a heart for kids. And you and I are just. Uh, you know, we're just cogs in the wheel, just doing our part. You obviously way more than me with your day-to-day care with the with the kids and and the incredible job that you do. But um, I have a you know a, a heart and a passion for 
seeing these kids get the same opportunities that I had uh, when I was a youngster and knowing the kind of courage that they have to possess at such a young age is so encouraging and inspiring to me. I'm just uh, just proud of the opportunity and continually trying uh, to raise awareness for uh, these kids uh, to get the, the care uh, and the research that they deserve, and hopefully we can uh, impact some lives along the way. And you have, and it's been it's been incredible having my small cog from the perspective of being a fan of you and the Bucks and, and the Brewers and everybody else, but seeing what you've done stepping up and what I'm going to call the second generation of Wisconsin athletes supporting the MAC Fund has just been incredible, and so I thank you. It is the uh, 37th birthday. 37th, sorry, Mr. Mr. Yes. Very, very high ACT. 76 yeah. to 30. Yeah, yeah. kind of well, no, I, I that got, one up. I got there. an email. I got an email, believe me. Yeah. So it's the 37th. Ironically, today is the 37th birthday of the MAC Fund, so this is a little bit of a su- surprise and a birthday surprise for them. And uh, we, we can't, you know, the kids who are in our clinics, um, go through risk-benefit decisions on a day-to-day basis that um, really force all of us to respect what they do and to have you recognize that and to have you put your name and your backing behind the MAC Fund and all the other charities that you're doing is so important to the state of Wisconsin. We just can't thank you enough. I'm going to pass the headset back over to Wilde. Thanks, buddy. Thank you. I wasn't sure I was going to get it back. I don't know if you should get it back. Exactly. (laughs) Wally Pip. Uh, The good news is is that now I don't have to ask any more questions. I can just use our Ask Aaron questions, so you don't have to put up with me for the rest of the show other than me reading these. Uh, See if you can do that job. (laughs) You have very high expectations. Uh, The first one comes from Sid. We're getting into the Christmas spirit here on the show. Uh, he Your says, daughter, huh? In uh, C I D, which I've never seen it spelled like that before. What do you think that's short for? Sydney. Uh, <laughs> uh, in a Christmas story, all Ralphie really wants for Christmas is the official Red Rider carbide action, two hundred shot range model air rifle. Is there any Christmas present in your childhood that you wanted that badly? And if so, did you get it? Hmm. I really wanted a bicycle when I was nine. Got a bicycle. Yeah? I did. did it have a banana seat? No. Okay. And uh, what else did I really want? I think I really wanted a Sega Genesis, too, when, uh, when I was probably about 11. And we had strict rules on when we could play. We could play like an hour on weekdays, only if our homework was done. Okay. And two hours on Saturday. Couldn't play on Sunday. Two hours on Saturday. So we kind of stretched that. We'd wake up at like 6, and then we'd play like 6 to 8, and then we'd play 8 to 10 sometimes. But we did a lot of stuff outdoors, so. But Sega was awesome. Was it as competitive for that as the other things you did with oh, Luke? Oh, for sure. I yeah. would think. Yeah. We had to be careful not to, because we, Luke and I would fight a lot playing Sega, and we had to be careful not to be too loud if it was like 6.45, because the mom and dad came in, the time would be starting already, and they know, you know, we're into this game already. Right. 
So we had to be we had to be quiet. Didn't he like? Didn't he? If he was losing or something, didn't he unplug the set or hit the one of us probably button? did. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I, oh, maybe it was you then. Uh, Mike in Minneapolis says this past weekend our furnace went out, and while fixing it, I noticed my winter is coming T-shirt in the pile of laundry. I could only help but wonder, would Aaron Rodgers be able to fix this? Are you a handyman, mechanically inclined with stuff around your house? And if so, what is the biggest project you have taken on? I'm improving. I really am improving. I was able to, with zero skill, uh, uh, un, uh, unplug a, a drain that uh, was all plugged up. Very proud of that. I can fix uh, lights in the house. Go down to Home Depot, one of my favorite places. They know you there? To shop. Uh, no. Not as well so. as at the Piggly Wiggly. No, that's yeah. I, you know what? I told I told my lady at the pig. Uh, I was in there a couple nights ago, and let me see what was I? I said that uh, she was uh, getting on my case, uh, and I told her I was gonna I was gonna put her on my radio show. She uh, she said she actually didn't watch the game on <gasps> Sunday, but there was a nice young lady who was wearing a twelve jersey who was uh, smiling a lot. Didn't really say a whole lot, but uh, she was wearing my jersey, so I'll give her a shout out. And I told the lady, I said, I'm gonna have to tell uh, tell on you on my radio show. But I love I love the pig, and I'll uh, I'll forgive her. Well, and you can save money on gas with all your pig points. Uh, <laughs> when uh, let's let's here's the question from Dan. He says, What activity are you barred from doing in your contract that you would partake in more often if it wasn't for those restrictions? Are there things you can't do that you would really like to be able to do? Not a lot, not okay. a lot of things, but. Uh, Probably snow sports. Um, skiing. I grew up skiing, so okay. I, I enjoy I enjoy skiing. S- snowboarding too? Or? I haven't. I never tried that. I'd like to maybe uh, when I'm done playing. Okay, right about now. When I can really hurt time. myself. <laughs> 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 but uh, I do enjoy skiing. We grew up uh, skiing on Mount Lassen in Northern California, and uh, that's probably frowned on. Uh, Andrew says, "What are your thoughts on Gronk's?" hit and injury. It was similar to Cobbs. And does the NFL uh, need to form a strike zone with ACL injuries on the up? That's tough. Uh, that's going to get debated. That's a tough topic. I think that uh, it's the game has become uh, even harder for defensive players. And, um, you know, that was, uh, you know, unfortunately perfect timing for the hit from uh, T.J. Ward and Gronk's leg to be flexed uh, at, at the exact same time. Uh, I don't think he was trying to take him out. That a little different than Cobbs, where I, I feel like Gronk may have seen uh, TJ, uh, where I didn't feel like Randall uh, saw the guy that hit him. But, again, it's tough for defenders right now. Uh, this one comes from John. He says, do you put up a real Christmas tree or an artificial one? Real one. Is I it cut up? it down the last... Uh, Five or six years from the same spot, not telling where. Okay, it's a fun little spot. And it, real have, one. Do you have it up already? Or no, is, I, I don't. It's way too tree, early. So. Yeah, it's it's. I still have 15 days till Christmas, so I got to okay. start my Christmas shopping and get the tree up. You get on that. You yeah. missed Black Friday, you know. Uh, Jeff says my son Ryan is going to ask Tim Mastey a question. I don't know if Tim's on one of the TV shows this week or a radio show or something. Sure uh, he is. Do you have any suggestions? Ask him when he's going to cut his silly sideburns. They're back, huh? Yeah. He's, he looks like he's growing his hair out, too. What would you think of that punt that he had at the end of the game? That was big time. That was sweet. Yeah. yeah. Uh, a couple more. 
Lindsay says, I'm going Christmas caroling at a nursing home today, mm. and we want to sing Aaron Rodgers' favorite carol. What is it? Little Drummer Boy? Yeah. <laughs> no. Can you... Uh, I thought maybe we were going to get a few bars. Grandma got run over me. by a reindeer. Probably <laughs> oh, don't sing that one either. Silent Night. Yeah. Song. yeah. Traditionalist. Jingle Bells. Okay. Yeah. Uh, you're not going to sing for us, are you? No, not yet. Okay. Well, it, we've got a, we've got 15 we've got more days. more shows, yeah. <laughs> uh, we've got a show on Christmas Eve. For you. Maybe. We'll see. It okay. Might get, we might get canceled. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and finally, the last question goes to court. It. You saw the game last night, obviously. You've been on the sideline. It was cold on Sunday. Do you find you get colder when you're bundled up on the sideline and not playing or and you're wearing the parka and everything else, or are you colder not wearing all those warm clothes and you're out there on the field playing? Also, uh, does your collarbone hurt more in the cold? Get well soon. Thank you. Court? Cord, yeah. Cord. Thank That's you, Cord. Because Sid. Yes. Uh uh, no, it doesn't. It didn't hurt more uh, in the cold. It's a lot colder being on the sideline than playing. Yeah. And thank you. Do those do those offensive linemen? Do they put anything on their arms? I think when they go at times, yeah. yeah. Some of the guys do you think that helps? I don't know. <laughs> you would never do that, though, right? No, I don't think so. That makes no sense. It's too cold. Okay. Well, we will uh, we'll be back next week with more hypotheticals. I'm sure that'll go well. Yeah, uh, I'm sure it'll be awesome. Wish you uh, nothing but the best in your quest to play on Sunday against the Dallas Cowboys. I hope things go well for you tomorrow and throughout the week. And I hope things go well for you when you step outside in those shorts. They're longer than usual, though. Yeah. you got to give me that. Ports? Are they Ports? <laughs> Uh, isn't there a golfer who has, like, the knickers? That's a good look. No. No. All right. We'll do it again next week. This has been the Aaron Rodgers Show.